What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Glock 9 Show. Now, I had to switch around some podcasts for this one. I've been trying to kind of not go all into politics, even though it's the easiest content to put out there. Uh, but obviously, by now, you guys have all heard about Mar-a-Lago being raided by the FBI. Uh, I have quite a few thoughts on the entire thing. Um it's a very sad day, regardless of re- regardless of what side of the aisle you sit on, whether you like the guy or not. Uh, there's a lot of ways that we can go in, in, into this conversation, but to raid the the home of a former sitting U.S. president um, in, in in the way that it happened, it it, it it really makes you question the freedom in this country and. and it makes it seem like we are a, are acting as if we are a third world country with a tyrannical uh, government. And I'll get into that in, in, in a second. Um, you know, you guys flooded my emails. You guys, I had a bunch of you guys on Twitter hitting me up, asking me to do a podcast on it. And, you know, I had to sit here and take, take, take a little bit to really look into it. Because number one, I've talked about Trump in the past. I think Trump did a great job as president, you know, Everything that he said he was going to do on the campaign trail, he either did it or tried to do it. Uh, he is a New Yorker who doesn't give a F what anybody says. He puts his foot in his mouth all the time. I've said that a million times. I never agreed with the some of the things that he said. Uh, but at the same time, I didn't vote for him for the way he talks. I voted for him to get the job done. I've said it a million times, talking to Octane or talking to Goldie. Like The dude, the dude did, did what he said he was going to do. You know, we were very good economically. We were doing, you know, we were respected by other countries. And you look at, again, the where we've been the last year and a half under Biden, no one can sit there and say the country's better off. You can't, this is not one of those things where it's, it's a very common political thing where we continuously blame the last, the last uh, president that was in office. You know, Bush did it to Clinton. Obama did it to Bush. Um you know, and then and then Trump kind of did it to Obama, but this is a totally different situation. Um, you know, even though Trump didn't really blame Obama on too much different stuff, but it kind of slowed down. Now, any little thing is either Trump's fault or it's Putin's fault. That's all we're hearing right now. Uh, you know, so I want to read uh, the official statement from Donald Trump himself on True Social. This is what he put out. Yesterday, August the 8th, uh, it says a statement by Donald, Donald J. Trump, 45th president of the United States of America. These are dark times for our nation as my beautiful home, Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida, is currently under siege, raided and occupied by a large group of FBI agents. Nothing like this has ever happened to a president of the United States before. After working and cooperating with the relevant government agencies, this unannounced raid on my home was not necessary or appropriate. It is prosecutorial uh, misconduct. Uh, the weaponization of the justice system and an attack by radical left Democrats who desperately don't want me to run for president in 2024, especially based on recent polls and who will likewise uh, do anything to stop Republicans and conservatives in the upcoming midterm elections. Such a, such an assault could only take place in broken third world countries. Sadly, America has now become one of those countries corrupt at a level not seen before. They even broke into my safe. What is the difference between this and Watergate? where operatives broke into Democrat na- National Committee. 
Here in reverse, Democrats broke into the home of the 45th president of the United States. The political persecution of Donald J. Trump has been going on for years with now fully debunked Russia, Russia, Russia scam, impeach hoax number one, impeachment hoax number two, and so much more. It just never ends. It is political targeting at the highest level. Hillary Clinton was allowed to delete an acid wash, wash 33,000 emails after they were subpoenaed by Congress. Absolutely nothing has happened to hold her accountable. She even took antique furniture and other items for the White House. I stood up for America's bureaucratic corruption. I restored power to the people and truly delivered for our country like we have never seen before. The establishment hated it. Now as they watch my endorsed candidates win big victories and see my dominance in all polls, they are trying to stop me and the Republican Party once more. The lawlessness, political persecution, and witch hunt must be exposed and stopped. I will continue to fight for the great American people. Um, I mean, honestly, it's, it's, it's crazy to even sit there and think about when, you know, and I'm going to play a clip here in a minute. And, you know, I have I have two clips to play, and they're a little longer than I like to play, but I, I feel like they really need to be heard. Uh, one of them is Peter Ducey uh, talking to um, the press secretary of the White House, and it's kind of disturbing what she doesn't say. Uh, and then the other one is by Dan Bongino, who absolutely went off on cable news yesterday. And, you know, it, it's, you know, you sit there, and he makes a good point. Hillary Clinton, you know, deleted her emails. She stole, they, her and her husband stole furniture from the White House. Um, they were never, this has never happened to them. You know, it, it, I, I want to say something else. I'm going to save it for later. But, you know, you have, you know, we talked about with Octane about Hunter Biden and there's videos of him. It's not like. It's not like they're a conspiracy or anything. You actually have videos of his son doing crack. Hunter Biden doing crack. Uh, you know, literally have him on video having sex with you know with supposed now supposed underage underage girls. We knew about the his laptop before the election in 2020, and it was suppressed. And where's Hunter Biden now? Living in a Malibu beach house. Like literally, that's literally where he's at. He's protected. And then Joe Biden says he didn't know anything about his business dealings overseas. And that was proven by the contents of his laptop is not true. That's proven. That's not conspiracy. It's proven. And nothing's being done to Hunter or Joe Biden. So that's something to think about. I understand Trump's one of the most hated men in the entire world. Uh, because of all the smear campaigns has gone on. And I still think it's funny to point out to people that this man was literally the most beloved man, like literally on the face of the earth. Everybody wanted to be him. Everyone wanted to know him. And it wasn't until he decided to run for president that, that he made one little one little quote that people mis mistook and started calling him racist. It, it, it's... And then they just ran with it for four years. He was a racist. He was this. He was that. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, but yet for 20 or 30 years, literally anyone that ever talked about Donald Trump was literally in his corner, loved him to death, one of the nicest men ever. All of a sudden he runs for president and then this is the image that he gets. And then they, everything wants to be edited, edited and it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Everyone, gets, everyone can call sit there and say, well, you're a Trump supporter. No wonder you think that way, blah, blah, blah. But it, it's the fact of the matter was. It's so funny because I, I'm getting a little off track here. But 
it's so funny because when they had the huge list of Republicans running for president, I was looking at people like Ben Carson. I was looking at uh, Rand Paul. I was looking at so many other people before Trump. And actually, when it was down to Ted Cruz and Trump, I was kind of like a toss-up between the two. I was like, kind of like Ted Cruz, but I think Trump might do a good job. And then when Trump got it, I was like, I'm not voting for Hillary. I'll never vote for Hillary. That, like, no, like that. That she's so corrupt. With you know, Benghazi emails, um, the the Clinton Foundation that that has been proven that's you know being used to launder money, which has been FBI raid on that. You know, it's like. I've never been a Trump fan until he was actually in office and saw the work that he did. And again, yes, the guy puts his foot in his mouth, says some things that he shouldn't say, maybe went a little too far. At the end of the day, he backed it up with the work that he did. So get over it. So first, I want to play Dan Bongino's uh, reaction. It's kind of a long, a long clip. I apologize. I don't like playing that long of clips, but his reaction is something that I think a lot of people need to hear. So I'll play it here. Let's go to Dan Bongino, the host of Unfiltered on Saturday Night Stand. Your quick emotional reaction. I think everyone's a little emotional here uh, about this raid. Yeah, I mean, you think this is some third world bullshit right here. Let me say it again. Third world bullshit. I mean, every word of that. I don't care that it's cable news. I was a federal agent. I raised my right hand. And I swore to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States, and I love this country. This is a freaking disgrace. A disgrace. We don't live in Cuba. We don't live under Kim Jong-un. We live in a constitutional republic, a representative democracy. You have a bunch of FBI agents raiding the home of a former president because they don't like his politics? Are you kidding me? You've spent this whole show, Jesse, and I've spent my entire time either on Fox or on my podcast exposing the left for claiming Russia interfered in an election as Hillary Clinton played, paid off a bunch of foreign agents, her team literally to fabricate a story that occupied the nation for four years. What's she doing right now? Getting a manicure in freaking Chappaqua. She's not doing squat. Nothing. Hunter Biden is having sex on tape while doing crack, while doing crack. And what is he doing? He's living in a Malibu mansion. And yet the president, the former president, who whether you agree with him or not on his claims about the election, whether you agree or not, we still live in a country where you were allowed to challenge an election. There's even a process, the ECA, the Electoral Count Act. You may not like it, but it's a process. How do I know it's a process? Because some people are trying to reform it. You may not like it, but now you send the FBI. Let me tell you something. I have been, I have paid due deference to the FBI for a long time, and a lot of listeners didn't like it because I work with some very good people over there who have since retired. The management of the FBI has now shredded any single shred sliver of credibility this agency had left. Nobody will take them seriously from this point on. It is over. You've heard the examples. Stone, Manafort, Cohen, over and over. Are they good guys? Are they bad guys? I don't know. I don't care. I don't know them. All I'm telling you is you cannot tell me we still live in a constitutional republic and not the freaking third world when you have Hillary Clinton paying foreign agents to interfere with an election 
people lying under oath repeatedly, Hunter Biden doing crack on tape. And what happens? Where are the federal agents? They're not in Malibu. They're not in Chappaqua. They're in Mar-a-Lago. This is some third world garbage that happened tonight. And I'm telling you, the FBI management, here's a solution, last thing. We have now got to win in 2022. You have no choice now, folks. Oh, we don't like the swampy Republicans. I don't like them either. Republicans may not be the solution to your problems, but Democrats are certainly the cause of all your problems right now. If there was ever a clarion call to remove your ass from the seat and go vote in 2022, this is it. And there has to be not only hearings, but a total total house cleaning at the top of the DOJ and the FBI. When, when the left is complaining about one firing, fire 10 more people the next day. And then when the New York Times starts crapping their diaper and whining about it, fire 100 more people the day after that. Until you can get people in there who aren't Republicans, who aren't Democrats, but who believe in our Constitution like I did. I was going to give my life to protect Barack Obama. I spent two years on his detail around the world's hot zones. So I'm not going to be like by some a-hole leftists about anything. They didn't see my kid crying as I was flying around the world to protect the guy they loved. He was the president. I did my job. This is freaking embarrassing. There should be a massive house cleaning. And I'm telling you, please, God, I am begging you to vote in 2022, or you might not recognize this place afterwards. Boy, he went off. I mean, I have a lot of respect for that for for that dude. I mean, Dan Bongino doesn't doesn't back down from anything, and the, his his thoughts on that entire thing it sums it up perfectly. Uh, kind of what I was saying, you know. I mean, you had it was proven during Trump's campaign in 2019, leading up to 2020, that his elect or his campaign was spied on. It's proven. It's a proven fact. It's actually going. There's a, a thing going through court right now with evidence of it. And nothing's happening with that. And then again, with with Hillary Clinton and Hunter Biden and all this, other, nothing's happening with that. Basically, it was already proven that Hunter Biden was protected by the FBI through his, you know, about his laptop and his, and all of those things going on. It it, it truly shows that it, like the FBI, who should call themselves the KGB, um, is being weaponized for political gain, and it's 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 not a joke. Like it. People think it's, it's, you know, people are sitting there like, oh, screw Trump, blah, blah, blah. What could they have gone after Trump for? No one can give me an answer on that. What did Trump do? What are they looking for? We, we don't have, at the time of this recording, at the time I'm recording this, we have not got an answer of what specifically they were looking for. You know, there, there's some conspiracies around the whole entire ordeal. Like, for example, there's one that, that you know, this is an article I'm going to read from, from the New York Post. Obviously, I don't like the New York Post, but it says judge who okayed Mar-a-Lago raid Obama donor once linked to Jeffrey Epstein. Hmm. Says the Florida federal magistrate judge who signed off on a search warrant authorizing the FBI raid of former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort donated to Barack Obama's 2008 presidential campaign months after he left the local U.S. Attorney's Office to rep employees of convicted pedophile Jeffrey Epstein who had received immunity in the long-running sex trafficking investigation of the financer. Sources tell the Post that Judge Bruce Reinhardt approved the warrant that enabled federal agents to converge on the palatial, I don't even know what that means, palatial South Florida estate on Monday in what Trump called an unannounced raid on my home. 
Reinhardt was elevated to magistrate judge in March 2018 after 10 years in private practice. That November, the Miami Herald reported that he had represented several of Epstein's employees, including, by Reinhardt's own admission to the outlet, Epstein's pilots, his scheduler, Sarah Kellen and Nadia Markinkova, uh, who Epstein's once reported described as his Yugoslavian sex slave. Uh... These two were among Epstein's lieutenants who were granted immunity as part of a controversial 2007 deal with federal prosecutors that allowed the pervert to plead guilty to state charges rather than federal crimes. Epstein wound up serving just 13 months in county jail and was granted a work release. So, I mean, that's a you know very weird connection right there. Very, very weird connection. Um, it... I don't know, the more you dive into this whole situation, the more irritating it gets. It, does, it doesn't matter who's, in my opinion, who's holding office at the current time. and who If this was Trump in office and the FBI was allowed to go raid um, Obama's house, you know, on these, you know, ridiculous, you know, first of all, again, we don't know what they're looking for. But if they were going after Obama the same way they're going after Trump, and, and then they're, you know, in my opinion, deploying the FBI as their own political weapon that's not okay it's not okay at all so if you guys ever watched the press secretary i mean obviously peppermint patty um the last lady's gone but now we have um uh karen jean pierre or jean pierre jean pierre i think her name is uh who doesn't want to never wants to answer any anything uh it's it's a little this, this is like a two minute clip of peter Ducey um asking her questions and i think you know, silence, you know, honestly speaks volumes. It, like, you're asking a direct question. This is what I talked about before when they, you know, uh, before I play the video, we talked about the January 6th hearings and uh, the, the Ted Cruz asked the FBI director straight up, yes or no question, did any FBI agents play part in what happened on January 6th? Did they incite violence on January 6th? Did they, did they provoke violence, uh, you know, involved in anything? And instead of saying no, they said, I can't answer that question, which tells you what? Because it's against, it's, it's against, you know, the law for, you know, if the FBI was there and inciting violence, trying to get people into the building. But so why can't you say no? Because if you lie under oath, you'll be in even more trouble. So it's easier to plead the fifth and not say anything than it is to lie and say no. You know, if you guys didn't see that, you can look it up for yourselves. You know, Ted Cruz talking to the FBI director asking if FBI was involved in January 6th and she cannot say no. So again, here's Peter Ducey talking to the to the press secretary at the White House, uh, uh, and you'll you'll kind of hear the way this conversation goes. You've mentioned his January sixth response a couple days ago. So can you say, based on all that, I I didn't say anything about Mar-a-Lago. I'm just asking you if you consider the president. I'm, to be I'm saying from here, I'm not going to comment on that. 
does the president still want to uh, think that he would be very fortunate to run against Trump in 2024, like he had said before? Again, I'm not going to comment it's on. Just, it's just I'm a not. Quote from I'm, the president. In the next election, I'd be very fortunate if I had that same man running against me. Does he still? All I can that? tell you, Peter, is that the president intends to run in 2024. Is there a concern here that if you guys don't say more, then these Republicans who? are accusing this White House of weaponizing the Justice Department, weaponizing the FBI, are that's going to become the, the public sentiment. If you guys don't say once and for all, we are not doing that. First, first of all, we're just not going to comment on the Department of Justice investigation. Okay, we're just, we're just not going to comment are, on that. Is this White House weaponizing the Justice Department and the FBI against, against political opponents? The president has been very clear uh, from before he was elected, very clear on this. Hold on. It's Throughout just, his time in now. office. I, I heard the quote. We will be playing the quote tonight at 6 o'clock. Is this administration weaponizing the Justice Department and the FBI against political opponents? Peter, the president believes in the rule of law. The president believes in the independence of the Department that's, of Justice. That's a yes or no. Just no, that is House. no. It's a yes or a no for you. I'm answering the question. You may not like it, but I'm answering the question, I'm just, and I'm no, no. I'm answering the question, and I'm telling you that we are not going to comment on a criminal investigation. The president has been very clear. I laid out what his thoughts were back on January 7th in 2021 about how he saw the Department of Justice. And I'm just going to leave it there. We're not going to comment from here, from this White House, on a criminal investigation that is currently happening. So one yep. thing I want to I point out, I want to point out something here. I personally find it absolutely hilarious how they're going to sit there and say, we're not going to comment on an ongoing investigation, blah, 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 when they've made countless comments before. You literally had Joe Biden calling Kyle Rittenhouse a white supremacist. And he, you know, again, innocent till proven guilty, right? And obviously, everyone knows whether you want to believe it or not, Kyle Rittenhouse is innocent. It was self defense. But you went out there, you commented on it, you commented on a bunch of other things. And now you had the former president being raided by the FBI, you're asked a simple question, yes or no, are you weaponizing the FBI against political opponents? And you are cur you know, curving around the question. You're not answering it. You're giving these BS re remarks, which what does that tell you? If you cannot deny it, that means that there's something going on. You have to read between the lines, read between the lies, actually. But, it, you know, it, it, I mean, first off, Props and kudos to Peter Ducey for, you know, a lot of people will ask a question and then, you know, the press secretary or somebody will give them that kind of a BS answer and they'll just take it. Peter Ducey was not having it. He wanted an answer. He, he, he's asking a question. Don't, don't try and come at me with, with some, you know, political BS answer where you're not going to, no, I'm asking you a question. Yes or no. Plain and simple. And she was trying to, you know, go back to that little quote that he has from about from January 7, 2021. Um, and he cut her off and says, no, we've heard the quote. We'll play it at six o'clock news. But I'm asking you, are you guys using the Department of Justice or the FBI, you know, to target political opponents? And she still couldn't answer it.
you still could not answer it because it's obviously what you're doing. So another picture that came out, uh, people were talking about, they were trying to flush classified documents down the toilet at Mar-a-Lago when the FBI came in. And there's like this stupid picture, in my opinion. Um, it, it, it. Supposedly there's a picture of a toilet in Mar-a-Lago that has like some names on it or something that was in the toilet. They were trying to, they were trying to, um, you know, flush evidence and it has the name Rogers. I can't see what the other one is like Stefan King or something like that. It looks like a random paper wrote out in Sharpie and I'm going to sit here right now and say that's complete BS. I don't even think it's a real picture. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's real. Um, if you actually look, um, at some of these, some of these articles that it was shown on, it's not on Fox, it's not on CNN, it's not on NBC, ABC, all these major news networks that are talking about it. I'm going to say right now that that is complete crap. That's propaganda. That's not real. That's, that's just my opinion on the whole thing that they were trying to flush stuff down the toilet. Um, you know, it's also kind of odd that you know cnn was on the scene as the raid supposedly began like they got word of it already it's a little weird to begin with i think i think it kind of tells me uh, it kind of tells me that this whole thing was known by certain people it was obviously planned and just i'm just gonna say just by the press secretary's reactions that they knew about it the you know i have an article here um, from the Daily Wire. It says, White House claims it was blindsided by the FBI, FBI raid. It says, the White House claims it would only learn about the FBI studying raid on a former president home in Florida on Twitter at the same time the media did, according to multiple reports, as improbable. It may seem the Department of Justice would execute a search warrant on a former president and political opponent of the administration without Biden's knowledge. That's what New York Times reporter Jonathan Martin tweeted Monday night. Trump was not home during the raid at the mansion. Uh, known as Mar-a-Lago, senior, senior White House officials found out the FBI at Mar-a-Lago's raid on Twitter and had no notice, uh, per source familiar, per source familiar, uh, CBS News reporter Ed O'Keefe uh, said a top Biden official told him the same thing, uh, quote, no advanced knowledge, some learned from old media, um, from social media, O'Keefe quoted a senior administration official when asked about the raid. The dramatic raid was initially announced by Trump himself in a lengthy statement decrying uh, what the characterized as a political move. Uh, going forward, it says, These are dark times for our nation as my beautiful home, Mar-a-Lago and Palm Beach. I already read that for you guys. Um, the search was reportedly for material that Trump brought with him to Mar-a-Lago after he left the White House in 2021. According to reports, Trump allegedly delayed returning more than a dozen boxes of material to the National Archives, which included documents that were reportedly marked as classified. Republican strategist Scott Jennings on a CNN panel hours after the raid said the political implications of Biden's Justice Department raiding his predecessor cannot be ignored. Quote, I mean, they've raided the guy's house, said Jennings. There's no recon reconciliation here when you raid somebody's house. And so because of the political implications of that, I'm curious to know what did the White House know? D David Axelrod, former top advisor to President Obama, said Attorney General Merrick Garland has gone beyond the point of no return, at least politically. Quote, he crossed, crossed a Rubicon here. 
If you are going to prosecute a former president of the United States, you better be darn sure that you have an open and shut case, Axelrod said. So, um, so even if that's, we don't know this is true. We don't know exactly what they're looking for yet. Those papers hasn't, haven't come out yet at the time of this recording. Uh, it could change, but if that's all they're looking for was documents that he had from the National Archive, why would you flush them down the toilet? If that's all you're looking for, why would you break into a safe? Number one, when you when you um, raid somebody's house, 99% of the time, they're not going to break into your safe right there on the property. They're going to take the safe with them. They're going to take it with them. And instead, they actually broke into a safe right then and there. If it was for papers from the National Archive, I don't see why they would hold on to them. Because uh, I guarantee you a lot of those are on a computer anyways it you know now the reaction to the whole thing has been kind of funny to me because there's been a lot of obviously republicans conservatives all this other stuff um you know obviously coming to the defense of donald trump and what's happened but i've actually been shocked to see uh democrats actually um uh actually standing up and saying this isn't right uh, you know, actually some, some have actually stepped up and said that this is, um, not okay. Uh, especially, you know, like the, the person you're doing it to, um, I do like this, this from Tim Young, it says, don't let the FBI raid on Trump distract you from the fact that Democrats just passed a bill raising taxes on the middle class and weaponizing the IRS after causing record inflation, trying to start world war three, labeling parents terrorists and abandoning Americans in Afghanistan. Um, I'm telling you, dude, like, I don't know how many times I got to tell people how bad things are right now. I mean, that, that short thing right there, the, the record inflation, number one, leaving Americans behind in Afghanistan after a horrible pullout of Afghanistan. Uh, I've talked about that many times before. It, it, it's so bad. It, it, it was so bad. And there's still Americans there to this day. I hope you guys realize that. Um, labeling parents as terrorists. I talked about that one as well. Uh, you know, people at a school board meeting upset with certain things that the school were doing, uh, such as trying to force teach trans stuff on your kids, trying to give them, um, you know, pornographic material. Uh, there was that girl that was raped, uh, in her school after the kid was already an issue and they protected him. And the father obviously lost his cool. They wanted to label him as a domestic terrorist, which is insane. Um, and then trying to start World War Three with how much money and how much aid they're giving to Ukraine in a situation that's not our problem. Um, as much as you know, it sucks for the people of Ukraine. They are an ally. Uh, you know, we helped we helped them quite a bit. But why are we the only country giving fifty three billion dollars like a month to this country, giving them weapons, giving them all this stuff? Why are we the only ally doing that? You know, obviously, you know, obviously that becomes makes us a target. Because we're the one, ba we're basically funding the war, right? We're the one, we're the ones basically supplying the weapons. We're the ones supplying the money. We are the ones supplying everything. And that's what, that's what it says by trying to start World War III. I've told you a million times. I'll repeat this again. Every time they tell you to look left, look right. Every time they tell you to look right, look left. Everything's a distraction. And I can't, I, I can't agree with Tim Young enough. It, it's, it, in my opinion, it's, it's a huge distraction. It, it it doesn't make um 
It doesn't make any sense. Dinesh D'Souza tweeted, it says, the idea that an FBI raid on former President Trump's home is justified in order to fully update the records of the National Archives is so utterly stupid that only a Trump deranged leftist could believe it. (laughs) There's one reaction I want to get. If you guys remember who Andrew Yang is, he's the former uh, candidate for mayor of New York City. He's a hardcore Democrat. Um, I would say he's more of a moderate. He's not super leftist. Uh, but furthermore, he, he's a Democrat and he has a lot of liberal ideology, which is, that's where you stand fine. You do you, but he came out and said, I'm no Trump fan. If I want, I want him as far away from the white house as possible, but a fundamental part of this appeal has been that it's him against a corrupt government establishment. This raid strengthens that case for millions of Americans who will see this as an unjust persecution. It seems like like this was was authorized by a local judge and a particular FBI office without buy-in or notification of higher levels of government. But literally no one will believe that or make a distinction. It's probably bureaucratic, but it seems political. If they raided his home just to find classified documents he took from the White House, one legal expert noted, quote, he will be reelected president in 2024, hands down. It will prove to be the greatest law enforcement mistake in history. That's, that's, that's Andrew Yang, you know, and and there's other, there's other tweets you can find. Um, it is, it's one of those things where this is one, one of those situations where you've gone too far. This is, this has gone too far. Whether you, again, whether you like the guy, whether you hate the guy, um, what comes next is there better be some hard, hard evidence for why this took place other than trying to seize national documents or whatever for the archives that, you know, for this, this kind of a FBI raid, this wasn't a, Hey, you have our documents. We need it back. This is no, we're looking for something. And unless you have solid evidence that you guys can back it up, um, this this is such a bad look for the current office that couldn't get really get much worse. It really it really couldn't get can't get much worse than they've already given the image for themselves. See, I want to share one tweet from this this sleazeball uh, Nancy Pelosi. I, I don't think there's anyone that's held political office that I dislike more than Nancy Pelosi. She is. Anywho. She wrote, today's decision ordering the release of Donald Trump's tax returns to the, to the House Ways and Means Committee is an important victory for the rule of law. Access to the former president's tax returns is crucial to upholding the public interest, our national security, and our democracy. What I want to see, see done, I want to see your insider trading, Ms. Pelosi. Um, I would love to see hers, her husband's, and her son's investment portfolios. Um, you know, it's, it's been public knowledge that she does insider trading all the time. Her job salary is like three, two, 250 to $300,000 a year, but yet she's living in, you know, a 25, $26 million mansion. She lives this lavish lifestyle. Her husband's like one of the greatest people ever on, on wall street because he's getting inside information from her. There used to be a Twitter page called Nancy Pelosi stock picks and literally people were just copycatting every single move that she was making and they were making 
huge money on it so much that Twitter actually took down that Twitter page because of how, how bad it was for the stock market because everyone was just following her trades. What's wrong with that? She must know something, you know, and you want to sit there and talk about the guy's tax returns. It, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense at all. Like these, these people have no, they have no, They have no spine. They don't care. They really don't. You know, do as I say, not as I do. You know, it's like, we're going to keep pointing the fingers so you don't look at us. That's the only way I can put it. You know, another another topic that I find hilarious when we're talking about FBI raids. Um, as far as I know, nobody from the Epstein client list has been raided by the FBI. They have the client list. It, you know, I, I, I've talked about this before. I think me and Octane were talking about it. Jeffrey Epstein was found guilty. Ghislaine Maxwell was found guilty of being an accomplice and actually having a client book. Why has nobody in that client book been brought to justice for being involved in this pedophile ring? Why? Why have they not been raided by the FBI? You know, why? Why have the names not been released? I guarantee you, if Donald Trump's name was on that on that list, his name would have been released from that from that ledger. Guarantee it. I guarantee it. Um, here's a tweet: Trump declassified numerous Russian gate files before leaving office. We still don't know what kind of basis used uh, to raid the residence, but if they were looking to obtain and take any of those files in the midst of an active criminal investigation by John Durham, then buckle up. It's pretty crazy. Oh, and the FBI uh, also seized a cell phone of a sitting Republican congressman. It, it, you know, again, they are, in my opinion, weaponizing the FBI. They should, they should just change their name to the KGB. They really should. Uh, the, the, I'm not going to go any further. This is just a disgrace. I mean, people know me. I love this country. I love, I, I, I love the freedom we have here, it, it, you know, or did have here. Um, the things that have been happening over the year, last year and a half has been awful from gas prices to inflation to, you know, this kind of stuff politically, uh, pulling out of Afghanistan, um, you know, almost getting us into a war with Russia, you know, other countries laughing at us, not respecting us. It's, it's been horrible. It actually absolutely has to see in just such a short period of time, such a short period of time, just a year and a half, how bad things can go, you know, but Hey, never Trump, right? That's the way people voted. Anyone but Trump you may not like the guy. You can't complain. You, you can't say that your wallet wasn't better off with him in the office. Sure. You had some mean tweets. Sure. You had this guy on the news every night saying some, Outrageous stuff you don't hear a president say, but at least he didn't target political opponents in a certain way that was way out, out of line. It's crazy. It's crazy to think about. It really is. That's all for me today, guys. I'm not going to, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens more when we look into this, you know, in the next coming weeks again. Uh, probably won't be for a while. I already have my next couple uh, weeks scheduled out. So 
hopefully uh, nothing crazy happens in the next you know two weeks while I'm back with the family. But I appreciate you guys listening, hear me rant, kind of go off my own little tangents. But all you guys were interested, but that's like all that's all the info we have at this time of this recording. I literally got to catch a flight here in a couple of hours, so I got this one out here just in time. And hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, make sure you guys share it with a friend. This is the best way to help this podcast grow. Make sure you guys leave a review on Apple and Spotify. Greatly appreciate it. We're on all major platforms from Apple, Spotify, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and many more. As always, guys, stay safe. Stay blessed. I'll see you in the next episode. Peace.